Well, since we're still, you know, on semi-lockdown and, and, you know, Dustin can't remember the intro, welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your other host, DK. You definitely need to improve if you feel like it. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is our show. We've got a couple things coming up. Um, so what's been going on? Well, more of the same, more of the, uh, more of the old lockdown. Uh, hopefully this is our last episode that we have to do over the internet, but we'll see. Right, but right, Fingers right. crossed, fingers right. crossed. Fingers right. crossed. I, I miss the nice quality of uh, doing it in the studio, so. Right, you know. But, you know, other than that. Uh, us each other and our facial expressions towards yes. each other makes, yes. makes it much better. Sometimes uh, I kick your foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But uh, anything else going on? No, uh, personally, no, nothing. Uh, just been hanging out. I, oh, uh, this is not related to anything, but I, uh, I got the platinum trophy in Borderlands Game of the Year edition for PS4. Sweet. Yesterday. Very sweet. Um, it's it's cool that I got a platinum trophy, but it's also lame that I spent that much time in a video game. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I already had the platinum for that game on PS3. So it's double lame? Well, you know, sometimes you just have to go for the gusto. Yeah, go for the gusto. So how is, uh, now that our e-learning homeschooling is done for the year? Yeah. I know my daughter is ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, She would have rather been in school, and and this whole e-learning thing was driving her absolutely bonkers. Yeah, Zora, well, see, Zora didn't have to do... She's only in first grade. We had to teach her, right? So we did, you know, the best we could with that. But now that it's over, I think everyone's going to be a lot happier. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah, it was, it was. It's rough on everybody. Like there was a a complete, actual, full-blown meltdown because she did not, she could not grasp that a cube has six sides. She was she was counting. She looked at a diagram and she was like, "There's five. There's five sides." And I'm like, "There's there's you got to look count. You're not seeing it on the back." So I pulled out like a, a pop figure and I was like, "Look, count the sides." And she's like, "No, there's only five. Like she refused to acknowledge the truth. Uh, <laughs> there were six sides. Well, I, I definitely envy you at that at, with the aspect of that because try having a meltdown when it came, comes to algebra or geometry. Yeah. So, yeah, no thanks. You know, and like, I'm a little bit older. So, I mean, the way we did math, we came out with the same answer, but things are done completely different. I'd be the one having the meltdown if I had to do algebra. Believe me, there's times when it's like, I I, got to call in backup. Yeah, yeah. So, but other than that, nothing, you know, you're scraping windows and stuff, I heard. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. That's really exciting podcast talk. I got, there was some glue <laughs> in my windows. I couldn't get off <laughs> when they were installed, so. Well, so why don't we move from the, you know, homeowners, home improvement, Tim mm-hmm. Allen excitement to uh-huh. stuff that we want to talk about. Yes. <laughs> All right. I know we've kind of been last uh, in, 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 uh, you know, the last few months with not a lot of comic book titles kind of getting pushed back and, you know, slow release and stuff. It's a dark but, time. 
Yes, a very, very dark time. But I found uh, a couple interesting things that I'm kind of can't wait to get my hands on. Okay, what is that? Okay, um, and I and because of the fact that I really haven't been able to get to a comic book shop, the deceased storyline for DC mm-hmm. is in full full effect. It started back a couple months ago in yeah, March. Yeah, I, I saw about it, but I didn't ever read any of it. Is that any good? It, know? It's basically the DC version of Marvel Zombies. Right. It really is. I mean, I haven't gotten to, I've, I've gotten to look at Wolverine one issue of it, and it just kind of sets it up a little bit. Okay. So, uh, you know, and it's not even a big setup, so apparently that's coming later. But I mean, you know, let's be honest, we all love zombies. Oh, yeah. So you really, really, unless you completely bastardize it, you can't go wrong with a zombie story. It's just supposed to be a fun, I mean, I I would want it to just be a fun zombie-related story and look at these cool characters you can use. Well, and and, I mean, coming from the first issue, it's looking like it's going to be that way, but I can't, you know, I reserve judgment yet. Right. Because I haven't gotten too far into it. So, I mean, that's just something maybe to pick up. Uh, another one is a there's two issues out right now is Jim Henson's storyteller ghosts. What is that? Awesome. What is it, that? And basically tells the ghost stories from around the world. Okay, it's two issues so far. Uh, one of them tells um like I said, it tells uh, the different ghost stories from around the world, such so as like a Scandinavian, and, and I may butcher this, but it's a Mei Ling. Okay. And it's kind of the story of this guy who's walking through the forest, and he hears this crying in the woods. Well, it's this spirit that wants to be taken back to its its uh, resting place. Uh, is it an IKEA? <laughs> well, it, it's, it, this is in Scandinavia, so it's called uh, Mei Ling. Right, Mei Ling. But anyway, he carries the spirit with him, and the farther he walks, the larger the spirit gets, and the harder it is for him to keep going. Sounds so like a like, metaphor. Yeah, I mean, it's it kind of. I mean, it kind of is. And then um, the second issue is the uh, the ape of Cambodia. It is basically it's the story of like the this um, woman that wanted to become powerful and rich and beautiful, and she uses this spell and it kind of backfires on her. Uh oh! And she's this beautiful floating head with <laughs> organs hanging from them. I, I got to read that. You just, that was, night, it. You that know, was the thing. Yeah. During the day, she looks like herself, but at night she's this floating head, a beautiful head with, I fall in love with, the, with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wild. I really and, like I mean, this. It's a Jim. You know, why is it Jim Henson though? Cause it's storytellers. Remember the, the, uh, they used oh to do the some Jim Henson storytellers yes. and all the weird, you know, different thing and different stories and stuff. That I don't know why I didn't think of it. I just, you just now put it together for me. Yeah. Okay. What? I got to get this. Yeah. So far it's in two issues. Um, the next one is coming out actually next week. The third issue. You've piqued my so, interest for sure. I know. 
And then um, I saw, saw and then, yeah, I'm totally down for that. So that's what I'm going to have to start pulling, you know, rank it monthly. Yep. Um, another one that I saw is Savage Avengers number one. Okay. Now, mind you, this is on the heels of uh, War of the Realms from Marvel. Yep. And, I mean, do you know a little bit about that? That whole series that started in last year. I've only basically read the synopsis of that one. Yeah, and it's it's Malik devises this uh, basically a dark Bifrost, and he's trying to destroy Odin, Asgard, right, and the rest of the nine realms. Mm, it's it's more of the cosmic Marvel, right? And it is sort yes and no because it's like apparently all the Marvel heroes kind of become these almost Asgardian warriors to a degree in the fight. Oh, that's cool. Malik throughout. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different things with it, but anyway, that's the one where daredevil becomes, uh, what's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been kind of paying attention to it, but I I didn't really know that much about it. So, okay. Well, this is on, this sets up a lot of little separate side teams. Okay, so they're they're doing these little side Avenger teams. Now, mind you, this is called Savage Avengers. It teams up Wolverine, Punisher, Venom, Elektra, okay. Brother Voodoo, All right. and Conan the Barbarian. Okay, you, so did I write this story? Because that sounds <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> and I, I you know, we're gonna be talking about mashups. You know, today? Yes. So I thought that was a perfect one to jump in, you know, to add for a comic to pull. I love the concept. So, and it came out this month. So this is, and and this is Savage Avengers number one. Savage Avengers. I just thought that was like the craziest team up. Yeah, I love it. I love that team. Yeah, that's a really good team. (laughs) So, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, some of the picks that I've kind of gone through. I mean, you know what? There's tons of independent comics that have actually continued to print. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things out there for, for the comic book fan. If you don't want to just stick with the mainstream. But now, finally, it looks like that the mainstream stuff has really gotten back into full swing. So I haven't read anything in like two or three months now. I, I, and that's really the way that I've been. But like I said, I kind of searched out some of these kind of odd titles yeah. just because I knew a lot of the, the, you know, the main guys and the main stories were kind of getting to a, a small degree put on the back burner. Sure. Well, you got me excited while. about the ghost one, the Jim Henson story. I know. I, I storytellers. like completely oh amped for that one. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> Okay, so we're moving from comics to TV. We have had a ton of Mandalorian Season 2 info coming out. Yeah, it's like I almost wish they would stop. I want to be surprised. I want to be uh, delighted by these things. So I don't want them to announce every time, you know, we get a new cast member. I kind of want to be delighted by these things. I think we're going to have some surprises. I hope so. I think... I think the scope, and I said it kind of last time, I think they've revved the scope up of this to like the nth power. It already had crazy scope for it being a TV show, so it's wild right. to think that it's going to be even bigger. Well, side note, have you watched the newest episode of The, Gallery, the Mandalorian in the Gallery? I didn't yet, no. I've seen the first two now. It's about the technology. Well, yeah, it, it is amazing what they've done 
Well, and it's just the whole big of, screen thing for the sets is wild. Well, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, and it goes into detail in the gallery. Basically, they're in a, one giant soundstage. Mm-hmm. And the whole entire outside is and ceiling is computer generated. Yeah. It's They're wild. all computer screens. Yep. And you can stand there and look around. And when you turn, they said there's times that the actors had a hard time deciphering because it was so good deciphering what was actual set and what was the wall. I can understand that. I, I've had that experience in VR. I would have loved to have seen some outtakes if somebody like ran into a wall. I bet it happened. <laughs> oh, I, you know it happened. <laughs> but I mean, and apparently it's big enough to hold like half of the Razor Crest. That's they amazing. Like a half, half um, ship in, and it's probably the, the cockpit. I ship. assume. Huh? Probably the cockpit end. I assume. No. The front end. I mean, you can have that, and they have literally. It's like, you know, a profile of the Razor Crest. Oh, I see. So, okay. Full size. Full, yeah, size. full size. That's amazing. It's like a cross section or whatever. Yeah, they it. have like two cross sections depending on the angle. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... All right. Not... You okay? That's what I want to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you okay? I want to go. I know. <laughs> I'm feeling feelings, Chris. I, I know, I know. They're Star hey, Wars feelings. I should have been at Galaxy's Edge last two I'm weeks so ago. I'm so sorry. So, anyway, let's get it. Let's break down some of the stuff that we've heard. And I don't know, maybe you haven't heard a few of these, and I have, or maybe you've heard some stuff. Sure. Um, let's go back to December. When John Favreau announced in Definite Season Two, um, he had uh, Gamorrean. So we know there's going to be, and you know, and he kind of made the announcement that there's going to be a significant amount of at least creatures. Yeah. From the Star Wars, you know, movie universe. In and there already the were a few, season. so that's yeah, there great. already were. But I mean, like significantly more. So, like I said, we're going to see a Gamorrean. That's so we're going to really see cool. some of the other creatures. Um, let's see. Early in the the year, the announcement of Sokatana. Yep. So, and she hasn't come out and confirmed it, but she's done almost everything else but confirm it of Rosario Dawson as a Sokatana. Yeah, I thought that was confirmed. It, it's confirmed that the character is in there. But she's been very, very, very kind of ambiguous. Oh, I see. So she's kind of been enough. very, very fa- vague about the fact that she is. But, I mean, the unconfirmed is that she is. So, um, and then just recently we've got the news uh, of Tamora Morrison that he right. is going to be Boba Fett and a secret character. Right. So he's going to play two roles. So we don't know if it'll be a, a flashback or if it'll be, we don't know. Yeah, they. I mean, they haven't said. I'm throwing out a guess there, and you I know the I other roles are clone, right? It has to be. I'm thinking it's it's Rex. He he. They that character deserves to be seen again. That character yeah. deserves it. I think. But I like, mean, how he, old is he? He's going to be so old at this point. Well, but he is a clone, and if Boba is 
alive because this is five years after Return of the Jedi. Right, but Rex would have been a full adult, right? When right. Boba was a kid. Right. So. so so you figure what? I mean, he'd be technically like what? Boy, I don't 60? even know. 60-ish? I, from episode two to Return of the Jedi, how long is that? We don't even, do we even know? Is it like 50 years? Yeah, I mean, that's not really, but, but like I said, who knows? Well, we do know, but I don't, I'm right. not looking it up. <laughs> but who knows with the Camino aging of the clones? Sure. Yeah, know, yeah. There may have been some kind of, kind of thing with that, but we know that he is, he's playing two characters. Right. Um, now, did you know uh, Katie Sackoff? Is going to reprise her role as Bo-Katana. That's really cool. So not only did she do the voice on the Clone Wars, she's going to be... I love when they do that. She's going to be the actual character in the movie. That's cool. Or in the series. Right. And then we got our newest hit, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Which I'm excited for. I read a rumor about what he might be. I've got two things that he, who he might be. Okay. So what what you was read? your rumor? Oh, well, then, the one I heard was that he was some character from, is it one of the books? I think where he, math? yeah, that's it. And uh, he like, Com, uh, that's the one he, um, that is one of them. And I just, with the return of Boba Fett, the way that it sounds like he's going to be, I just, I really, really think and hope that he's going to be Jodo cast. That's the first thing I thought of was that he would be Jodo cast. That's the number one. And I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. I want to see Boba fight Jodo. You know, I want to see right. that. Right. <sighs> because that comic was so good. Yes. Uh, twin. What is it called? Twin engines of destruction. Something like that. Yes. Something from, like that. From the nineties. I loved it so much. Uh, Boba Fett versus Boba Fett, essentially. Yeah. And then you find out one is, uh, you know, a knockoff, just take, you know, and using Fett's armor. And then the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good, Oh boy. I would love that. There's some really great Boba Fett comics. I know we talked yes. about that a little bit last time, but man, there's one of my favorite ones is called death lies and treachery where he, he fights this giant street charts looking dude. Wait, I said street charts. That's a different problem. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about street sharks. Um, street sharks is uh, oof, boy. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Filled the black plague. <laughs> so uh, I would I would love to see any of that stuff, any of that stuff come back. But that death yeah. lies in treachery. If you can find it, I recommend it. So the art is so good; it has such a vibe. Please, if you if if you're a Star Wars fan listening to this and you have not read that one, if you like Boba Fett at all. That book is so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'll definitely have to, yeah. to look I've, that up. I've got it somewhere. I remember, I remember the title of it, but I, I just I didn't get to read it. So He fights a crazy alien. And you get to see his inventiveness and his uh, just ingenuity. His ingenuity. Oh, it's so good. Now, there is one more character, and we have no idea who he's playing. And that's uh, Michael Bean from Terminator. Right. Interesting. So, I mean, it's in this one, we know he's in it, but he's a completely, you know, mystery. You know, it's a complete mystery of who he is. Did you see so. Simon Pegg wants to play uh, Dengar? 
Yes. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that too. That would be awesome. I think Dengar is a great character. We've talked about this too. Sean doesn't like Dengar. I know. He's wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about directors. So we've heard, you know, we've, we've had it that uh, Robert Rodriguez tweeted out. Yep. That so, could be fun. I'm excited. It can go so many ways. His episode's going to be about, uh, it, it all takes place in a bar and uh, at night they're attacked by sand people or something. <laughs> or, or, or it could be that Mando walks into a bar full of bad guys. And that's just all we have to It's just watch the fun happen. Yes. <laughs> that would so, be so cool. I, I, would, I would almost love to see, you know, a combination of From Dust Till Dawn, Sin City, and Desperado all in one episode. Please. Please. I mean, I, I, would, I would pay an extra month subscription for that. That's just the, the beauty of Mando is that, like, we can, have the, we can just tell these individual stories. And it, we could, you could just spend whatever, 30 yeah, minutes I mean, that, or whatever. That was the best part just with of the, fun. the first season. Well, I remember saying, uh, man, I don't, some of these aren't that connected. Like, it seems like they're just doing what they want. But then at the end, it all came together beautifully. So if they can work that right. again, I would love that. Right. And then Peyton Reed is scheduled, director of Ant-Man. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm assuming kind of crazy action you know, with a lot of levity. I hope so. Shall we say? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's very possible with that. So um, lots of Baby Yoda gags in that one, I'm sure. I'm sure there probably is. I mean, who knows? Maybe he may go in another direction, even though, you know, really that's not his, per se, forte. Right. Um, actually, did you hear that Carl Weathers is going to be directing an what? episode? Yes. Yes, I fully is that true? Yes, it is true. I'm very excited to hear that. Totally true. And, and, and Favs is taking the helm on an episode. That's so fun. Year. You uh, do we know how many episodes? So is it is it eight again? No. Well, John John is only doing one. Right, but do we know how many total? Um, it's probably most likely going to be the eight. Yeah. Because that seems to be their format. I'm fine and with budget it. wise, that's kind of where they're at. Oh, I'm getting hyped. I don't. I almost don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm getting so excited. Oh, and they did confirm we're getting a season three. Yeah. Well, no one's surprised. Oh, also, we, uh, not related, but well, yes, but uh, not related. But there's they just yesterday confirmed uh, season three of what we do in the shadows. My favorite show yes. on TV right now. Yes. With a, a uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian uh, alum. Taika Waititi. Yes. Yes. So, and, and they haven't said yet if any of the season one directors are coming back to any episodes. But by the looks of, of who they've got, this may be a thing that it's like a one shot or a two shot. Right. With these directors. You never know. I mean, you know, once you start getting into season three, four, you know, plus, you may start having some return. Right. Great either way. I'm, I'm right. very, very excited. Uh, we, yeah. 
Uh, I need yeah, it now. I, I'm like super excited and to, to interesting to see what kind of direction Carl Weathers takes. As a I was just, I was just now thinking of when, the, when the first season came out and w- like every time I'd watch an episode, I would message you and say, Oh my God, can you believe like I was so, it was so beautiful. I have very fond memories already of that. Yes. So I, man, I'm, I need more. I, the way this year has been going, Mando, please, <laughs> please. Uh, October. So yeah. we will get Mando in October. So we're, we're, we're good. I mean, we've yeah. got, I, you know, it's such a far, it, it's not, but it is such a long time. Well, trust me, I'm already counting it. down to Halloween. So, right. oh, well, of that, course. You know. so yeah, I get it. You know, and, and the fact that it's like, man, all this information is out like now. It's like, if this is all out already, <sighs> what the hell is in store for in season two? Yeah. If that's you the know? throwaway knowledge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, eh, this guy, this guy, but then it's like, holy crap, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. This is so, amazing. yeah. I couldn't be more excited. I, I was super excited for season one. I'm almost just excited, if not more, for season two. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, another, another Star Wars uh, slash what we do in the shadows. Did you see that? Have, have you been keeping up with what we do in the shadows? I haven't, I'm like about four episodes behind. Okay. Well, you probably already saw this, but Mark Hamill was a guest star. Yes, 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 yes. He was very funny. Yeah. He was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ruin it, uh, but it was great. Yeah. No, I mean, those, and it's nice to see some new shows out right now. Yeah. <laughs> because we're not getting them in the fall. Yeah, there's so going to be a very serious lack. Well, you know, you heard that all the CW shows will return in in January. Yeah. Except for Supernatural, which the season was cut short, so we're going to get seven episodes in the fall right. to wrap up the Supernatural you series. You poor Supernatural fans. That's too bad. I know. <laughs> I've, like, watched every episode up to this, you know, what, three quarters of season 15? Yeah. Season like, 15. Oh, my yeah. God. I know. It's an amazing, you know. If we can only get so lucky with Mando. Right. I mean, there are tons of stories. You know, and I, I think at, at some point, it'll run its course to a degree. Oh, sure. Everything does. And that's every, fine. You know, everything does. But I think we can start getting some spinoffs of characters that, you know, like we talked before, like – um. Oh God, I can't remember her character's name now. But uh, Ming Na Wen, the one episode she oh, was right. in. Oh right, she was that hunter, bounty hunter. Yeah. Yep. That would be cool. Hopefully, she's so, not dead. You know, she has this badass reputation. It's like, okay, well, how, she, how did she get this badass reputation? Yeah. You know, what were some of the things she did? What she's going to lead Boba Fett to uh, the Mando, probably. Yeah, you know, I, I still say that she wasn't dead, and that was Boba. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> so, you know, the thing is, is with John being such an integral part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's writing, you know, because he's doing a ton of the writing on these, if not almost all of it, between him and Dave. Right. Cloney. You know, he's setting up for years to come. Right. And that's the thing about Star Wars. It is a it just generates itself continually. <laughs> right. It, there's never, it's never going to stop. And I don't want it to. 
it's like, gonna no, it's not. gonna have it like i've had it my whole life like it's gonna have its ups and downs that's fine like we've lived through all that and if i can still get this excited about star wars now uh it's gonna last forever you know i will think about that you know i've other than three and a half years of my life and star wars has been in it right you know and only not the three and a half years is because it wasn't out yet right <laughs> So, hey, uh, I know this is changing the subject, but uh, I was watching the movie Sinister 2 the other day. Ah, yes. I don't know if you saw my questions online. It looks like uh, uh, our our town uh, is uh, possibly the place where Sinister 2 takes place. Well, I mean, knowing some people around here, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you watch the movie, I mean, obviously it wasn't filmed here. It was filmed near Chicago, no. from what I understand. But um, right. it could totally pass for uh, this area. I mean, it, yeah. you know, cornfields and stuff. I mean, <laughs> right. but I just thought that was really cool. So, you know, I haven't heard any answers yet from any of the people involved. I was going to ask because I saw that you had asked questions and you hadn't yeah. received anything people, back yet. Well, and some really nice people tagged some, uh, some friends. Actually, uh, one of them was uh, Mel from Horror Geek Life. Yes. Uh, another shout out to them. They're the best. Right, right. Uh, that is a great uh, place to hang out on the internet. So if you haven't checked that out, I, yeah. We need now, to get have they started their here. podcast back up yet? I, I, keep, I keep asking. And, uh, you know, hopefully soon. I, I enjoyed what I listened to, uh, what they had before. So, well, yes. maybe, maybe that'll be one of those Zoom uh, conference calls. We'll sure. Have to do. Yeah, we might Come have to on. make some calls. I would love yeah. that. But anyway, th- there was that, and then also, uh, I just got word. This is this is pretty much only exciting to me, but I have to say it on here. I just now, just in this moment, received word. Okay. That our pinball place is going to open up soon, which is great. Yes. You know, it's it's of course if you, you know, we, we got to take precautions and all that. But but you know, it, it, I right. love the idea that we can go back out. I love the pinball place, but th- they just. Uh, they didn't tweet. They did a Facebook. Whatever. That doesn't matter. The format doesn't matter. Yeah, what yeah, I'm saying is <laughs> they, they just announced that they got Tales from the Crypt, one of my all-time favorite pinball machines. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's the so old good. school Tales from the Crypt one, isn't it? Yes. It's so cool. Uh, it's just – it's almost as good. I, I mean, you could I, – I don't know. I like it more than Twilight Zone, I think, which is like blasphemy. Twilight Zone is an amazing table, but like Tales from the Crypt, I think, is maybe maybe I love even more. It's just so good. So I, I just, I'm getting so excited about all the stuff we're talking about right now. I'm just, <laughs> I might not make it through this conversation. So oh, anyway, yeah. the, our feature today. Day. Yes, we do. Our feature today. I, I woke up from a dream that James Bond had to fight Jason Voorhees. And I texted Chris and I said, we got to do mashups. We got to do a yes. mashup on, on the yes. show. Um, so in that little dream I had, uh, Roger Morris, James Bond had to go, uh, of course. He, he was at Camp Crystal Lake for some reason. I don't know what the reason was, but <laughs> it turned out that Jason Voorhees was the product of some specter experiment and really is like Blofeld. So he had to like fight all the, whatever he had to fight other like creatures. It was great. And it was Roger Moore and he was making jokes and being handsome. It was the best. So basically it was like Roger Moore when he had to find Jaws. Kind of like that, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Like he makes, like I remember in my dream, like Roger Moore makes some kind of quip, and then like it, the if let's just say the camera, it, it was just in my dream, but like the camera cuts back to Jason, and he just stands there breathing heavily, 
And then he just Roger does that weird smile like, okay. (laughs) 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 Anyway, uh, so I thought, wouldn't it be fun to do some mashups? Just some crazy... We've had a lot of fun doing scripts and movies. The Westerns you know, was one of my all-time favorite things. Yes, yes, that was. So we, we thought of uh, doing some mashup movies. Yeah, so I did mine in the format of a movie, but it could be anything. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I wrote mine, basically, both of them in the format of movies. Okay. So, I mean, I, I kind of... I got a little ambitious, and, but I, and I did outline of two. I know you, you, you focused solely with a ton of work. I know you on one. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of did more of an outline. Sure. I can go back and do the script afterwards. Well, just to, just to set mine up before I, I, I did spend a little time on it. Not too long. But uh, like I started to go into some like dialogue and things, and I was like, no, 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 let's scale it back. So some of mine, <laughs> some of mine, I like mapped out the scenes, and then some of mine, I just kind of give what happened. So anyway, oh, yeah. you've got two. So why don't you go first with your first one? Okay, I'm gonna go with the first, the the first one. It's a little little less in depth than the other one, and I kind of a whole. I mean, you know, my two favorite comic book characters. Oh, I guess one's Wolverine. Yep, Wolverine and Batman. So I've mashed up two different movies. These are separate, but I'm going to start with the Wolverine movie. Okay. Okay. Now we all know in the Marvel universe, the brood are the Marvel's version of the Xenomorphs, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, lo and behold, what is something that is also a predator much like our Wolverine, when it comes to xenomorphs, predator. Yes, <laughs> you said the word. I know. I was waiting for you to catch it. But anyway, this is a predator versus Wolverine movie. That would be so good. Okay, here it is. All right, for the fact that, and a little background that you know, n- lately they've kind of nerfed Wolverine. But, I mean, I, I am a classic Wolverine guy. Yeah. That he is the baddest at what he does, and what he does isn't very pretty. <laughs> yes. So Catchphrase. Yes. <laughs> anyway, you know, I mean, he's no renowned even through the Shi'ar Empire. Yes. Of being, you know, he, he, uh, you know for his... He's for, feared, ferocity. Yeah, he's feared and respected. I mean, we're talking Skrulls, Kree, you know. He basically single-handedly saved the X-Men from an entire infestation of Brood. Yeah. So I'm kind of going to go off of that, all right? Sure. Okay. After that battle with the Brood, he basically we, we find uh, Wolverine, you know, basically throwing these things on a, on a fire, you know, and cleaning them up. And so all the rest of the X-Men are gone. You know, Wolverine's doing the dirty work. <laughs> At least he's cleaning up sudden, his mess. Yeah. Well, you don't want any infestation. You yes. know, some egg pop out and latch on to somebody. Yeah. Anyway, after, he, you know, he's standing kind of a la uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the, in the, in the uh, battle of the original one, standing in front of that giant fire. Yes. Okay, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
a whole clan of predators <laughs> uncloaks. So we're talking like 30 predators. And there's a bunch of laser lights on him. Well, and, but all of a sudden you hear, you know, it's like, thump, 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 and it's full of tranquilizers. Oh. So it takes like all, I mean, he takes out a few in the process, but I mean, literally is standing there with like 30 predator tranquilizers stuck in him. Right. Passes out. All right. Fades out. He's on earth. Fades back up. He is on the Predator home planet. Of course he is. And there and there has been a feud on the Predator planet for who is the ultimate chief. <laughs> and because of his prowess and how how you know feared he is throughout the galaxy. I see where you're going with this. Being a warrior and being this fighter, it's basically it's a um Whoever can kill him and take his head will be the chief of all the Predators. It's going to be like Planet Hulk, but Wolverine. Yes. Very much so. With Predators. I love this. With Predators. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, you know, and I mean, I'm going to end it to the point that it's going to look like the end of Conan the Barbarian. Yes. And Wolverine is going to be the chief. I love it. I love it. That's really cool. <laughs> and I would have literally have it, a copy of the ending of Conan the Barbarian, of him sitting there on that throne. Yeah, on the throne. But, yeah. Crush your enemies. <laughs> oh, my God. But you have to say that with a Canadian accent, so. Crush your enemies, bub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Yeah, I love that's, it. That's my outline. That's, this is my shorter version outline. So when I was a kid, well, they they did Batman versus alien, right? Yes. I loved that one as a kid. So Wolverine versus predator almost makes, I mean, it makes more sense than that. Even I think he's, he's the perfect, uh, you know, I've seen some Reddit, Reddit lines and stuff like that. Right. You know, and pretty much, I think the consensus is, you know, my view Wolverine and beat the hell out of everybody. Yes. I mean, well, he can regenerate. And they take, can. Yeah, I mean, it literally would take uh, just like an army upon army. But the fact that you know, I placed it that you know, the thing with the Predator universe is the planet is you know comprised of clans. Yeah. So just like any clan is warring against another one. So I mean, you know, you've got all these different factions that are fighting for supremacy. Right. So that plays into a little bit of it too, that he can, you know, cause he's smart enough and he's, you know, been around for long enough as a tactician, he can pit clans, you know, against each other. What if he unites know. the whole world and then attacks other uh, civilizations? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Maybe for the sequel. That would be, uh, you know, predators versus the Kree. Oh, dude. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See, now you're talking. Well, that would be one hell of a secret war, the Predators versus the Scroll. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that would be the, the utmost 616 universe mashup. Yes. I want to see this. 
<laughs> all right. I mean, that's that's pretty much the synopsis of that one. So, all right, let's hear it. Okay. I mean, hang on. My door has come open. I'm going to shut it real quick. It's the ghost. Yeah, it's the ghost. Hang on. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Well, I was just going to say, now you have proof. Yeah, you there know, it is. You've got, you know, the Insidious movie showed that they were down here. No, did I say Insidious? Because it's... Oh, no, uh, no, no. Yeah. But did I say Insidious? Because if I did, I meant to say Sinister. No, you said Sinister. It okay. was my fault. Okay. Because I, I confused the two a lot in my head. Yeah. No, no, no. Sinister. Sinister 2. Okay. Yes, because you took a screenshot. Not to go back to this, but you took a screenshot of where he was moving the little tack, and it was on our town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I digress. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Mine is titled. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I set this up? I don't know if I'm going to set this up. Go for it. Set I'm it just, up. Okay. No, I'm not going to set it. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it when it's over, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, mine is titled uh, The Bleeding City. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Get ready. For, uh, all right. I'm excited. Boy, I'm a little nervous. Were you nervous? I'm a little nervous. Uh, here we go. John Wick. Oh, by the way, I'm reading. I'm just going to read this because I wrote this out. I'm not going to give like a, you know, synopsis. I'm just going to read what I wrote. Okay. So in case it sounds like I'm reading, I'm reading. That's what's happening. Go for it. Okay. John Wick is given a mission to bring in a vigilante killer who has been eliminating drug dealers in New York City. He tracks him down and brings him in. Wick delivers the target to the employer and leaves. He later learns that it was actually the vigilante's plan to be brought in. The vigilante kills his captors and leaves a message for other criminals in the city. John Wick doesn't care, but when a higher up of the original employer pays Wick to bring the vigilante in again, Wick has to track him down. But the vigilante tells him the story of how his wife and daughter were murdered, and he became a hunter of the scum that took his whole world from him. He leans out of the shadows. My name is Paul. Paul Kersey. I'm an architect. I know you were hired to do a job, and I don't take it personally, but now I'm asking you, if you've ever cared about anyone and had them taken away, please help me get these monsters off the streets. Uh, so there, it's, a, it's a John Wick slash Death Wish crossover. <laughs> uh, Wick thinks for a long time. The camera rests on his face as he contemplates. I have a plan. You're going to need a lawyer. Now, listen, I'm going to pause for two seconds. This is a first draft that I'm reading, okay? Some of okay. this doesn't, like, some of this doesn't really make sense, but I just <laughs> went with it because I wanted it to lead to certain directions. If I had more time, I could make this make more sense, but this whole right. plot, okay, anyway, I'm not going to judge it. Just here you go. Here's the rest. Just go for it. Just so go John, for it. John Wick says, I have a plan. You're going to need a lawyer. Matt Murdock scratches his head. So let me get this straight. You want to turn yourself in and give the names of these criminals why didn't you do this from the beginning instead of taking the law into your own hands? Kirsty tells Murdoch that a lawyer probably wouldn't understand. Murdoch smiles. I might actually. They go public with their story. Kirsty turns himself in and gives the names and confesses to the murders and tells his side of the story. He's placed in a highly fortified prison for protection until his trial. Meanwhile, Matt Murdoch enters his home. He knew from the moment he entered the building that something wasn't right. He could hear the frantic heartbeats and small movements of several men in his apartment. He smiles. It had been a trying day at work, after all. What better stress relief? (laughs) 
He enters the door as if nothing is wrong, taking off his jacket. Then comes a voice telling him that if he wanted to live to see tomorrow, well, not see tomorrow, but you know what I mean, <laughs> that he needed to tell the men where Kirsty was being held. Matt knew the men were armed, mainly with knives and small handguns. And he could, he could also tell that only a single lamp was on in the apartment. He smiles again and smashes the lamp, plunging the room into darkness. Two guys grab him, holding his arms and punching him. He kicks out, hitting one in the face, but still being constrained from behind. The leader pulls out his handgun and says, I got a gun on you. Give it up and tell us where the architect is. Blood trickles down Murdoch's face. A familiar feeling, almost comforting. He thinks back to his father being bullied and beaten similarly, which eventually led to his death. That makes Matt angry. Unexpected tears come from his sightless eyes, and for a moment the bad guys think he's giving up. Guess the lawyer's not so tough after all, huh? Matt grits his teeth and headbutts the man holding him, shattering his nose. The others yell and scramble to get a hold of Matt, but they, already, they have already roused the devil of Hell's Kitchen. The fight ends quickly. Murdoch has disarmed and legitimately scared these men who flee into the night. Their discarded weapons and spilled blood lay on the apartment floor. John Wick is at the Continental Hotel having a drink at the bar. He's approached by a man in a suit who asks him to please follow him to a private room. Upon entering the room, Wick sees the owner, Winston, having a drink by a fire. He asks Wick to join him and wonders why he didn't bring in Kersey when he, as he was tasked the first time, or the second time, I guess. Winston tells him that he's had trouble with people following the no-killing-on-hotel-grounds rule lately, and he'd hate to have to clean up a mess if a disgruntled employer decided to break the rules. Wick says that he never took the payment for that job and simply didn't want to be involved anymore. Winston says he could tell by the look in Wick's eyes that he knows he's involved and that it's probably going to get ugly. It always gets ugly. He warns Wick, until a rule, rule is broken, I can't refuse services to anyone who may be upset with you and that you should tread lightly. Back to the prison. Kersey has several enemies who want to eliminate him. He'd been involved in several fights during meals and activity periods, so he's placed in solitary. Here I wrote, if I had more time, I'd write some of those, but I don't. He looks out the window, remembering his old apartment and his wife, a vacation they'd taken together, and the last time he'd spoken to his daughter. He puts his face in his hands, wondering if he's done the right thing. Matt Murdock has tracked down the supplier of the gun from his apartment. He isn't surprised to learn who had sent the men or bought the guns. As Wilson Fisk is leaving a dinner at a fancy restaurant and getting into his limo, Daredevil slides into the other side. Daredevil demands to know why he wants Kersey. Kingpin refuses to answer, so Daredevil has the, uh, makes the driver take them to an abandoned alley where they exit the limo and duke it out. It's a pretty fair fight. Kingpin is huge and strong, but in the end, Murdoch gets the upper hand and gets Fist to spill the beans that Paul Kersey had designed some buildings for him, and he had inside information and likely copies of all the buildings he had designed, which could lead to some huge inconveniences to him. When he heard that Kersey had come forward as the vigilante, he was concerned that he might be next on the list. Satisfied, Daredevil escapes into the night. As he exits, Kingpin says Kersey and anyone helping him is as good as dead. Murdoch now knows that Kersey is in big trouble and visits him in prison as his lawyer, as his lawyer to warn him. Kersey tells him to contact John Wick, that he'd be able to sort out the Kingpin problem and that he's tired of the killing, uh, just wants to go back to a normal life, but somehow he thinks that will never happen. It takes him a few days, but Daredevil is able to get in touch with John Wick. Wick invites him to the Continental for what should be a safe place to have a conversation. 
they are given use of a private room near the top of the building. They decide they need to do something about Kingpin and free Kersey, but before anything can be finalized, the power goes out and a helicopter lands on the roof. Kingpin and Kingpin had tracked Daredevil to the Continental and sent a team of heavily armored tactical units to do away with them from the ground level and from above. Wick and Daredevil have to fight their way through dozens of Fisk's men. Wick with no regard for their lives, and Daredevil trying to keep things non-lethal, but no less brutal. Finally, there's a showdown on the roof where Fisk faces off against Winston, the hotel owner. He drinks a fancy uh, drink while his concierge shoots him in the shoulder, (laughs) causing Fisk to retreat. Uh, Winston provides them transportation to break Kersey out of prison in a massive jailbreak, and it's a huge action sequence, right? But mm-hmm. asked that uh, while they're there, if they could just free another prisoner that Winston owes a favor to. They agree and head to the prison. They succeed in entering and they locate the prisoner Winston asked about. Another man who had lost everything. They free Frank Castle as a grand finale reveal. <laughs> and together, John Wick, Daredevil, and the Punisher free Kersey from his cell. They escape into the night, fighting off uh, Kingpin's men and uh, guards alike. During their escape, Kersey and Daredevil realize that they have similar backgrounds and, and uh, interests, I guess you'd say. Uh, the final shot is them shaking hands uh, and Kersey smiles. And the implication is that they will join forces for a new adventure and bring justice to the criminals of the world. The end. So uh, that's, my, clap. <laughs> <laughs> that's my death wish, Daredevil, uh, John Wick. Punisher mashup. That's a hell of a mashup. <laughs> I'm going to say that that would be, I mean, you know, just like Death Wish and John Wick alone, the amount of gunplay. Yeah. But then you throw in Daredevil and the Punisher. Yes, sir. Ah. <sighs> It's called, I, you know, it's like the the arrows in three hundred, but yeah. it would be bullets. <laughs> yes, they'd be they'd be blocking the sun. Yes. Yeah, so. and, and I didn't like put in it. I put some action in, but I kind of just glazed over it. But obviously, if we had more time to write these, there would be tons of action. I was going to say, let's John let's Wick be, would kill somebody with a chopstick or something. It would be amazing. Yeah, there would be all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, it would be really good. Daredevil would probably teach uh, John Wick a thing or two. And vice versa. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, but that, I, would, that would be an amazing movie. That all comes from when I was, I watched Daredevil and I watched John Wick around the same time, like the Daredevil TV show. Right. And something about them. I think I've maybe said this before, but they seem like they feel similar. Uh, yeah. They feel like they, maybe it's because the action is shot in a certain way. And it's, it's kind of similar in John Wick. Right. Uh, yeah, they I just actually feel the started rewatching Daredevil the other night. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, so but I could see that also taking place in the John Wick world. Well, in the fact that Daredevil isn't like one of these, you know, I'm this, you know, uber fighting guy. I never get touched or not, you know. Right. And John Wick's kind of the same way that, you know, yeah, they get beat he, up yes, a lot. He generally comes up on top, but. You know, he takes his licks. Yes, absolutely. So, anyway, that's mine. The Bleeding City. That's awesome. <laughs> now, you got another one, right? I've got another one. Let's hear it. I'm excited. You're excited? Yes. Okay. You know, you probably will be a little excited by the title. Okay. A Nightmare in Gotham. Oh, boy. 
Oh, go. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay. Jonathan Crane, the scarecrow, mm-hmm. is in search of... Uh, is in search to destroy Batman in Gotham City. Inadvertently unleashes Frenny on the unsuspecting city. <laughs> what a good combination. When, uh, when Scarecrow is found dead in a horrific manner with no ex- explainable cause, Bruce starts his, his uh, investigation on what happened. Is there a new criminal in town? Is there something you know no, far nefarious in, in the works? So, a lot of it goes in deep that there's citizens all over Gotham that are starting to pop up dead in gruesome ways that have no explanation whatsoever. His trail twists and turns to different, you know, going all the way back to the 80s of murders in a, in a small town yes. in the Midwest. Then... Tragedy happens to the Vat family. Duke Thomas and Cassandra Kane are both murdered in different ways with unexplainable by unexplainable means. So at this point, with the help of John Constantine, after extensively going through Crane's research, Batman enters the dream world. That's awesome. To find Freddy. And destroy the, the King of Nightmares once and for all. That's so cool. <laughs> and I had at the point, and, and I kind of thought, I didn't write it down, you know, and there's a lot of stuff would be, you know, his investigation, his, you know, I, I thought of like the second, Cassandra Kane, who is orphan in the, in the Bat family now. Yeah. He walks in and sees her in the middle of getting killed. Yes. With no one around and, you know, the blood splatter and everything else. So but this is when he, he calls on John Constantine. Oh, after he's done through all this research through Crane's studies. That's such a good combination. And then at the end of it, actually, after he's, you know, Freddie, of course, brings the whole parent's death into it. But Bruce snaps out of it. And and basically incinerates Franny in the dreams. But at the end of it, because personally, I think Robert England should and that should have never been another nightmare. Yeah, that remake is not good. <laughs> no. So it, it would end with the Robert England. At the end of it, Freddy does come back, but then Morpheus, the Sandman comes. Yes. <laughs> And throws him in the pit of despair to be tortured by his own nightmares. I love it. And that's where the movie ends. I was thinking it would be cool if Freddy got scared of Batman. Like his his trauma, whatever, is so Well, that would be part of the black. battle, yeah. Yeah. That Freddy's, and, then, and then the whole... whole <laughs> he's like, oh, you're dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that kind of banter would go about. Yeah. You know? And then at the end, it would be a nightmare version of Batman. With right. Him. That's what I would want to see. Absolutely. In the pit. <laughs> well, they, they kind of do that with Scarecrow. Um, they kind of, he kind of is a Freddy. Like, well, even in like uh, the Gotham, the Arkham series, the games, right. they, they basically make him into Freddy Krueger and they give him those needle fingers and things. But like, right. see, seeing, having seen some of that, I can kind of more easily visualize 
Batman against Freddy, and I really love I love the image the imagery that I'm thinking of. It's really neat. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, this yeah. idea. I'm, I'm getting yeah. Constantine in there. Yes. Yeah, that's the perfect way. Yeah, absolutely. Have him in there and kind of he can't go in because you know the, the, his whole you know normally he interferes, but it's like you know say that there's something that happens and he has to stay in the outside world to be able to maybe protect Bruce to keep or something. Bruce in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. So he's he's kind of a side character, but I thought that would be neat to to completely finish Freddy, you know, because Robert, I would have Robert England play Freddy. Yeah, I wouldn't have a new person. Sure, I mean, I think you could get somebody to do it, and I think Jackie Earl Haley is good, but that movie is not that didn't do anyone any favors. No, it really didn't. But I mean, to have it where he's in that dream pit of despair yeah. and his nightmare is a nightmare version of Batman. I love that. And everything <laughs> else that, you know, the kids, all the kids that he's murdered have come back and they're, they're kind of the, like the gray ghost red eyes yeah. version and, you know, constantly, you know, on a, put him on a spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I want this to happen. All right, comic artists out there, let's let's have some uh I want to see these things happen, please. All or horror movie junkies. I mean, yeah. bring it bring it on. Maybe cut together a trailer for me to watch. Yes. That would be awesome. Or or just <laughs> posters for these movies. Like last time, I I really loved remember last time Juan made those posters? Yes, that I was really, that really, was awesome. Those were cool. So did you have a title for the? Oh, it was called Nightmare in Gotham. Yes, a Nightmare in Gotham. That's really that's really good. I, I like that. I, I like them both. the The Predator one is more fun in like an eighties like action movie way. And that's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah, but the, so I really like that Nightmare in Gotham. Action. It's such a fun. Just that's like the ultimate matchup. I love that. <laughs> but I like for the fact that you know have that extra kind of that mystical part have Constantine. Yeah. And just like, like I said, like that, that bonus scene at the end, Morpheus appear out of, out of the shadows in, in the dream where Freddie kind of comes out of the quote unquote ashes. Yeah. You know, like he does in a lot of stuff. And yeah. then that's when he just, you'll see Morpheus grabbing by the back of the sweater. Pulling and down. just pull up. You know, remember the, the uh, black spirits in Ghost? Oh, how could I forget? That terrified me as a kid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but have Morpheus just like grab him and then just kind of do that pull thing down. And then it, it, it you know, cut to Freddy in this pit with a nightmare Batman and these nightmare children. Yeah, like killed. Jason goes to hell. Yeah. When Freddy pulls Jason down into hell. It would be funny if at the end, uh, Morpheus was like, I took care of this one for you, but uh, this next guy is all you, and it's Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Well, what are some other... Uh, I'm talking to the audience now. If you, if you have ideas for mashups, I'd like to know them. And also, should we do another poll to see who, which one's the best? We can put yeah. all three up and... Uh, yeah, let's put all see, three up. See which one you guys like the best. Yeah, go for it. I, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, that would be fun. My I'm okay to lose again. I don't think happens. you're going to lose. <laughs> I think you've got, got a hell of a chance here. 
It's not really a competition. They were all fun. No. Oh, God, no. But no, these are fun. I really yeah. love doing these. I can't believe how much fun I had just thinking this, thinking about this. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and yelling at my family to leave me alone and be quiet so I could concentrate <laughs> for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and lockdown hysteria is taking place. It's happening. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, uh, anything else from you? Oh, man, not that I can think of right now. I mean, you know, let, let's get those ideas going. Hey, our artists, let's get some, uh, let's get some posters made. Or, yeah, I'd love or, to see some, Or even if somebody can cut a trailer, that would be awesome. Yeah, cut a little bit use, of Arkham. I think you could really do, you could, you could really do mine because mine's all based on stuff from movies that already exist. Right. I, think, I know mine for sure would be pretty easy to do. Uh but yeah, I mean, they would all just add a voiceover. Oh man, I might do this myself. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I just want to, just real quick, I, I, I have a record coming out pretty soon. Uh, maybe by the time the next episode uh, happens, that the record may be out. So we might be talking about it a little bit. But awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. so that's coming pretty soon. It's all about Dracula. I've seen some talk of that. Yep, yep. Anything you need to plug? Uh, I know we have our social media. Yes, we have our social media. You can contact us on Twitter at Geek Sinks, uh, Facebook at Nerds Geeks and the Kitchen Sink. You can email us and please do with your stories, mm-hmm. nerdsgeekssinks at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram at Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. If you come up with a good story, we will read it. I would yes, love to hear more will. mashups. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you guys got any other stories any comics that that you know you enjoy that we haven't touched on something new music you want to let want us to talk Anything, about yeah. just yeah just give us a holler and and we'll see what we can do i'm legitimately going to look at that ghost thing as soon as we're done yeah yeah and yeah. And, and, and it's uh pretty awesome yep that's next <laughs> all right well that's it for me uh dk Uh, You know, and I'm your other host, Chris. So uh, until next time. See you in your nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) Little Brucey.